Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Live from 50th and Capitol Avenue in the Big O. This is Mornings with Sharp and Handley on 1620 The Zone. 1620thezone.com and 1620thezone.tv. Now here's Gary, Nick, and Jimmy. Now let's get after it. It's a Friday. It is mornings with Sharp and Handley. It is Nick. It is Jimmy with you. Gary is uh, about ready to board a flight to Denver for Omaha men's basketball. They lose last night They uh, in Tulsa, and now they make their way to beautiful Denver. We're happy you are with us. Happy Friday. Happy Conference Championship weekend. Big basketball weekend as well. Something great going on in the station all throughout the day. They're going to tell you about it here in a moment. But I feel like if for a day, Jimmy, yesterday that I forgot my coffee, I probably should have. I should have. Not today. It stayed with me. It's got a couple of dings on it from the old street, but uh, it's still holding up strong. Uh, if I were to not have coffee, I feel like just having a dose of Dan Murphy uh, in a morning, having him just talk to you for maybe five minutes would be all the caffeine you need. Not Dale Murphy? Well, well, I don't know if Dale Murphy was out as outspoken Probably or is just aged out some of our listeners. Like, who? Yeah. But then there's some are like, I'll hell th- yes. I'll throw in Bruce Benedict with you, too. You used to watch him all the time on yes. TBS. Hell be yeah. a rain delay and you get mama's family. <laughs> Andy Griffin. That's and the beauty about the TBS best. in... This week in baseball. You'd have, well, you'd have old rerun shows there, but at least for like old WGN, they would just go to like old Cubs highlights. That's how I first saw a highlight of the 84 team. I, probably most people did. It's like, oh, there's Leon Durham. Okay. Yeah, so I, I the world needs more Dan. Campbell I, I I don't think there's anyone who's going to debate that even if you're a Packer fan or a Viking fan or like me a Bears fan an NFC North rival uh, Dan Campbell is great for the league uh, the Lions being in the NFC championship is I think a fantastic story now your Super Bowl prediction and this is not just completely let the cat out of the bag because we'll talk about the games and how we think they like go down but you have do you are you are you hopeful I can't remember oh no 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 I'm sorry it was John Schreiner, who said he already had a Lions-Ravens Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Okay. Are we hopeful for the for the Lions? So I need the Niners for selfish reasons. I need the Niners to win because of a uh, Super Bowl pool that my um, uh, family is in. But if the Lions won, I mean, I've I've lost this thing every year. So what's Might another well year? Now. If I had a rooting interest, it's tough not to get behind the Lions. It really is. Oh, I'm with you. It's kind. It's kind of an America's team type of thing. I, I'm all for Ravens Lions here. <laughs> Which, but do not mind the 49ers if they make it. They'll give us a great game too. I noticed you didn't mention the Chiefs. I'm not going to. <laughs> I told you what I want to see. You know, New York would not like uh, Lions Ravens. I don't care what New York likes. I live in Omaha. Yeah, Omaha will like it. The the, well, the offices uh, out there and. Manhattan and it, that that's where the NFL offices are. They're in Manhattan. I feel right? like that's their effing yeah. problem. Yeah. 
You know what? Sometimes they're not. You know all what? Winners. People are still going to watch, and they're still going to make a ton of money. Yeah, so that's the thing. It's still the Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay. I, th- that's the the one time you don't necessarily even have to worry, in my opinion. Yeah, this isn't the NBA. There's no read to, no yeah. need to rig this uh, for the Lakers like they did in 2002. Yeah, because the, the, the Super Bowl is it, it's an experience. It's an event. It's a... Although if you get some big-time questionable calls against the Ravens on Sunday, you know something's going on. The oh, script. they just want their Taylor Swift Super Bowl. The Tay, the Tay Super Bowl. They, they up the script. Good thing the Puppy Bowl's on 24-hour reloop. That's right. Uh, and that's the thing. If you're uh, someone who's hoping the Chiefs don't make it, and they do, just remember on Super Bowl Sunday that you can always sort of curb your rage with the Puppy Bowl. Hmm. It'll it'll take you down. It'll yeah. it'll and calm it's up you to down. Three hours now. Yeah, I don't. You'll be like, oh, that's adorable. God, you <sighs> see that man? Do you see Jackson Mahomes anywhere near those puppies? <laughs> you see Brittany? You see Taylor? <laughs> I don't see anything. You know, I see cute stuff. Oh, look, that one just. Pooped. Oh, God, help us if like the. Uh, the Puppy Bowl tried to implement some type of like Taylor you know Swift, they will. and uh, yeah, you know yeah. exactly they will. We'll, we'll we'll learn about Brittany Mahomes' puppy. This cocker spaniel shakes it off. Say hello to <laughs> Snuffles. It's little Taylor. Oh boy! <sighs> uh, mentioned something really awesome going on uh, that our station very proud to be a part of. I know a lot of you uh, listening either help out uh, by donating or by being present tomorrow night at the Creighton. Uh, DePaul game, which is the annual pink out game. It is quite the scene. If you've never gone, you have to check it out. Um, so tomorrow night is the game itself, which takes place at 6 o'clock at the CHI Health Center. But today, starting with Connor Happer's show and then going into Unsportsmanlike Conduct, uh, the guys are going to be broadcasting live from the Hope Lodge. And uh, what will be getting kind of set for the Creighton pink out weekend uh, you can drop off uh, tissue, paper towel, toilet paper, donations at the Hope Lodge uh, during the broadcast. Obviously, you don't have to do it just when the guys are there. You could do it before or after, as soon as the doors open there at the Hope Lodge. Um, but uh, the broadcast is going to be going on from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. And The this... guys will be as anti-cancers. John is anti-refs. <laughs> Absolutely. And and this, I, I know when I've talked to Coach Mack in the past about this, it's, it's interesting, like you're in such a a wild time of the season. We spend so much time talking. I mean, what have we been talking about all week? Uh, the 15 and 5 Nebraska and, and Creighton fans yes. fighting on the stream. And yet it's a day where I know this is special for Mac. Uh, uh, his wife has had their experience with uh, breast cancer and just a way to honor breast cancer uh, survivors, people who are battling breast cancer, uh, to honor people who have fallen from breast cancer. And it's it's just such a cool thing that how it's come together too. I mean, this thing is I mean, it's it's an annual thing to the point that you have it marked on your calendar when the so the, the media sc- notes, yeah, they tell when, you and like, when the schedule first rolls out, you're like, okay, what night is the pink out game? Yeah. Making plans to be at that game because you know, leading up, you have the jersey auction which took place. Uh, from what I'm hearing from John Bishop, this is one of the highest amounts of money that they've been able to raise mm-hmm. uh, with this event. Yeah, Mac did say it's going well the other day. Yeah, that's awesome. That that is great. So you know what, our shows 10 a.m. To 6 p.m. out at the Hope Lodge. We hope you guys will stop by and, uh, again, uh, drop off tissue paper, towel, toilet paper, or any type of donations to help out in the uh, fight against breast cancer. No matter what Creighton does under Greg McDermott till one day he retires or whatever, or rides off into the uh, that golf course uh, out west or whatever, 
I think this will be one of his biggest lasting legacies, and I sure hope after their after his time at Creighton they continue it because it's a very good thing they do. Yeah, and I know, and I'm one of them. When I moved here, I said, oh, they do a pink game. Well, I mean, I worked in women's basketball. Who doesn't do a pink game? I mean, we we knew which games we had to wear pink for because you had to plan ahead, yep. whether it was home or road. But my point is, last year what I noticed is like, yeah, everybody does a pink game, but then you see this, it was like, oh, this is something different. This is There's something more to this to where you need to listen to the story of why they do it, and you just said part of it. And they'll talk about it in the two shows, especially in USC, because, uh, you know, obviously John and Mac are, are, are close, and so John's going to have a, a lot of perspective based on his conversations yeah. with Mac. And it's... It, it, and I'm talking to people like myself that were. And new. I don't. I don't. You be watch honest, Jimmy, it and you get it. I don't know their lineup. It wouldn't shock me if Max on the show today. I know. Um, I'm trying to remember if he was last year. I don't remember, yeah. so I don't want to go uh, overstep. But yeah. if he is, it wouldn't shock me because it's. I mean, that's. There's a lot that's been put into it from our end, but it's yeah. a lot that's put into it from Creighton's end, and it's kind of a, a. I don't like saying the word celebration because there's no, but you know it's what a I great, mean? It's a great collaboration and, and a very, and the a very important cause and a very important fight. And I mean, whether we're, we're talking about breast cancer, or just cancer in general, we've all been impacted some way, shape or form, whether you're listening and you have survived it, you've battled it, you're going through uh, treatment or someone in your family has, or a friend has, um, you know, our, our our good friend Gary Sharp, he lost his mother uh, last year to it as well. So, I mean, everybody is impacted by this. And so we want to make sure that uh, you're aware of what is going on this week. It is – it's just – it's much more than basketball. And and not because – it's not just so easy to say that right now given the fact that Creighton is playing DePaul tomorrow night and this should be a glorified walkthrough for, <laughs> for Creighton from, from a competitive standpoint. But it, it, what is so cool about that is even in a game – that Creighton is playing DePaul, you're still going to see this thing sold out. You're going to see uh, a sea of pink tomorrow, and and just it's it's bigger than basketball. And uh, I think it's it's awesome. What I mean, this is now my first full year of being at 1620 The Zone uh, in that collaboration with uh, Creighton University and, and the basketball program of doing this. So this is I, I think this is just so cool to see the way it's brought together. And again, we hope that. Uh, all of you listening, whether you're listening in the stream, whether you're listening to us on the radio or on 1620thezone.com, whatever you're doing, uh, if you have a chance to get out to the Hope Lodge today and have any and make any type of donation in this very important cause, uh, we really encourage you to do that. Stop by, see the guys, see Connor and Josh, see uh, Josh Peterson and, and John Bishop for this one too. Get your picture taken. With yeah, them. I bet they would. You know, I mean, they're you could they're sit guys on Josh's lap. And- Tell him what you want for Christmas next year. Ask him about the weather. I yeah. mean, all those things. Ask you, him, Josh, you, is you it going to snow again? And he's going to say, no, it's over yeah. for the year. Yeah. And, then and then you can like, book yeah. February. Go and fill up your snowblower. Two then. pound me in the you-know-what snowstorms <laughs> and then a heavy snowstorm in March. At that point, Nick, go get your snowblower back yep. out and have it ready. I'll have it ready to rock and roll. Uh, I did hear Connor uh, caught up with uh, Stephen Ashworth earlier in the week, and so they're going to be playing some of that. So you never know who might uh, be – on the show from throughout the week of uh, pre-records to people stopping by, but uh, going to be awesome again. Connor Happer show. Billy the B- Billy Bill, maybe Billy Blue Jay. Well, Jay Billy doesn't make good radio though because Billy doesn't really talk. Although if you go and show up, Billy might be there. At, you know, in the spirit of getting pictures taken. Well, well Billy could sit there with them, and for Zone TV, they ooh, could see him. Wouldn't that be kind of creepy? Have his own box. What if he just had a like mascot John, just Josh, sitting Nick, there? Billy. If we were having a conversation right now, and there's just a mascot <laughs> just sitting there staring at us and not being able to say a word. 
I mean, there's an open chair. If At what point would you get uncomfortable? Now. Mm-hmm. If Durango wants to stop by. Actually, for since you're here today and you're running this, Durango should sit in. Yeah, Durango would uh, be okay. Would we get hockey Durango or basketball Durango? Whatever you want. Okay. Your I guess call. you get baseball Durango too. Yeah. yeah. Durango's got many outfits. Um, big weekend for for uh, hoops. You got to see women's hoops last night for uh, Omaha as well, uh, losing to Oral Roberts. But uh, we'll talk a little bit. Men fell last night. Big hockey weekend for Omaha as well up in St. Cloud, Minnesota. Sounds, sounds cold. Yeah, it, it just does, doesn't it? And my goodness, can, can we just uh, – can we just – bask in this for a little bit too like these streets are almost like completely melted like this is almost. this is fantastic yeah and the the way the reason i say that is because my neighborhood you could like drive. my street yeah it's been pretty much the bare minimum of being like plowed since snowmageddon happened and like that's almost completely It'll be gone, gone by june yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think it's i think it's close Although I got a pretty good like ice block at the very bottom of my driveway that I the last two days I've kept trying to like break, break it up it's still it's still holding strong I give it credit but um, uh, rumor is the sun might return to work later yeah, this what weekend is, but okay, next what week is that happening next week uh, they just showed here mid fifties next week oh, and sunny oh baby and I know Gary's Love calling it. on at least one golf course to just clear nine holes for people <laughs> to go play yeah I don't know how if you the could hell... just go hit a ball and. You don't uh, even need a full 18. You just need, honestly, you just need to play one hole to make it official. That's true. You went and you swung your clubs and you hit a ball in January. You know what it's supposed to be next week? I've actually played in colder, so it's yeah. not necessarily the temperature as it is the uh, the snow that it's still on the, the golf courses. But uh, well, in Fargo, they give you a colored ball. There's a reason. Yeah, they're like, yeah, hey, you know what? We're not going to wait out the season because You're that's going. we're not going to golf until June. So yeah. here you go. Have at it. Yeah. Uh, good morning to our, our streamers. I see. Is this, this is kind of rare. TC is in the stream today. He makes an appearance. Once all right. In TC's in there. Dion, good morning to, he, to all the streamers this I morning. I agree with him. You could allow Billy to chirp in. Yeah. Yeah. He I mean, can they, some feathers. Oh, can they make On appearances him being a bird and like actually talk because then isn't that against mascot law? Oh yeah. You, uh, you do that. It's like the same thing as taking your head to off. The bit. Yep. I don't like think I could do that. I couldn't do that. Uh, this is also a, a big. You know, it was kind of fun yesterday. We got a chance to have Kyle Peterson on from ESPN to sort of tease what is going to be a really cool College World Series baseball project in addition uh, to the College World Series experience and uh, possible new venue that'll be going up. Speaking and then, of, soon as we get off the air, and I was crossover in with Connor and Josh. And John, all of a sudden we get the news of the 7,000-seat stadium for Union Omaha that's going to be over in the old Gallup campus on Abbott Drive. And this thing is going to be an absolute beast. So North Downtown is looking good. Looking tough. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Is Arm ready to throw 2,000 yards next fall? That's Marty. (laughs) But we are going to be talking to Marty Cordero uh, during the show to get his thoughts on everything about this exciting Let announcement. Let them flex a little bit, as they should. You know, pro seeing the renderings. It's been a it's been a hell nice. of a twenty four hour now. I guess forty eight hour, but twenty four hour stretch when that was announced yesterday for pro sports in Omaha because you had the Omaha Supernovas who drew eleven thousand to their home opener in a five set thrilling loss and. Uh, I'll, Against I'll most double hated rival on, Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a rivalry brewing there. I think the 
the reviews continued to come in even yesterday, knowing people who went to the volleyball match and they said it was an absolute blast. It was such a cool show that was put on. The volleyball, as you would expect, was tremendous. And then uh, shortly after that, we find out about Union Omaha's new home in 2026, which you know me. I'm not a huge. I'm not the resident soccer fan here, I'll and I'm less to, than that. I'll leave that to John Schreiner. I think uh, Josh Peterson's a little bit more too, but that's not me. But and, I like good things for the community, I, and this I'm, is a great thing. Yes, I am right there with you. I will support this. I will show up there. And they're even going to have apartments and condos. Yeah, there. like the entertainment. So all the soccer there? people could live down there. The fans. Well, I love what I love what Marty said. And again, we're going to talk to him about, at eight thirty uh, when he was speaking about this in the press conference of. It's the first thing you see when you go from the airport into downtown Omaha, and it'll be the last thing you see when you're leaving Omaha heading to the airport, assuming that's the, the route you're taking on Abbott which Drive. Which that's going to be which is too. Which is really cool. Because I always wonder, um, for like baseball teams that have never been to Omaha during the College World Series, when you're coming out of the airport, and you could, you could sort of start to see a little bit of like the, our, our modest skyline. But as you're driving in, you're kind of like, oh, okay, all right, all right. Now, now it's kind of getting bigger. Okay, and just downtown. It's kind of cool that you drive right into downtown. You don't have to spend like, you know, more than 25 minutes or so, like in just, you know, rural roads or anything like that, which people would be. Is that what you got do? Nothing but farm. Is that what you do out there? But uh, this is going to be cool because it's going to be like smack dab, like right as you're getting into Abbott Drive and heading towards downtown, you're going to see this build up, which will be awesome. So. Uh, yeah, Marty Cordero is on the show. Dave Tolson, uh, two-time Super Bowl champion for the New York Giants and a guy who played under the tutelage of one Steve Spagnuolo, will be joining us at 8 o'clock, get his thoughts on the conference championship games, but also, as he likes to refer to as Spags, playing for Spags and what Kansas City will be trying to do to neutralize the Lamar Jackson threat. Patrick Mahomes is great, obviously. I mean, that's been the catalyst for this era of their organization and their football, but everything changed when they hired Spags. And anybody that Agreed. disagrees, go look back at Bob Sutton the year before yeah. they got Spags. Spags shows up in 19, and when they did that, I remember thinking, oh, great, now they're really going to be good. Yep. Because I think the world of him is a hell yep. of a football coach. They have a, a defensive identity, and uh, that's been – make no mistake about it, we can talk all, all we want to, and it's, I think, justifiable to do so, of what you have – in number 15 and number 87, and what they did in the divisional game against the Bills, which was significant, but make no mistake about it, this team isn't in the playoffs without the evolution of that defense. And especially this season where the offense has had its its clunkers. I mean, there's no other way around it. It's It's had some bad ones. And that defense has been able to carry them. So give Spags and give uh, that side of the football a lot of credit. But we will talk to Dave Tolson at 8, 9 o'clock. Mike Schaefer from Husker 24-7 Sports. And then our weekly conversation with Verz. We'll see what he's feeling for the weekend as well. Our guests and our lineup is always powered by the Rooferees at John Higgins Weather Guard. If you want to join the conversation today, and I think there's going to be a lot to get to today. with A lot of local stuff to get to today as well. And if you still feel like you want to have your voice when it comes to the Creighton-Nebraska basketball conversation, you should chime in. And you can do so on the 42-degree hotline. That's 402. We your verbal We do. We do. We like this. I hope this continues all the way to Selection Sunday because that'll mean that it's really happening. But 402-951-1620, that is the number to the 42-degree hotline, the source by your mom's house. Uh, You can hit up the JTEC 
Construction Zone Twitter feed. I am uh, on Twitter at Nick Handley sixteen twenty, and you can also uh, tweet at the show at Sharp and Handley, and the Equitable Bank inbox where they take banking personally. And our man Doug will be at the game. Still tomorrow. recovering. Will be at the game tomorrow for hip surgery. Kane tomorrow. Oh, nice. Did he tell you that? No, I'm just kidding. It's a pink game, so he, he'll, he'll go all he'll, out. he'll commit to it. He'll have a pink suit. And uh, you can email, email the show, uh, Hanley or Jimmy with a Y. Uh, we're at both at 1620thezone.com. Uh, real quickly, before we kind of tap into a lot of local stuff today, too, uh, Bill Belichick, not going to happen this year. And and Jimmy, That's I That's right. I Mike don't... McCarthy got a life. Oh, you're talking about <laughs> Well, I, I, I guess... It, you shouldn't be overly shocked maybe that we're in a position where this coaching cycle will be completed, I think, by by the Super Bowl because you still have the commanders and the Seahawks that are open. But Raheem Morris to the Falcons yesterday, it uh, definitely created some, some shock. I was uh, having a drink with a buddy yesterday when uh, the news came over and we were both like, wow, okay, so what does that mean for Bill Belichick? You know, the more you think about it, Jimmy, it probably shouldn't be overly surprising because what Bill Belichick has been successful, the the overall model that he's been successful under is one that takes some time and one that I don't know if a lot of owners or CEOs of their organizations are – willing to allow and that is pretty much autonomy throughout the entire decision making process when it comes to not only coaching on the field but building a roster or better yet I like this analogy of we'll let you cook the meal but we also want to be able to buy the groceries what Bill Parcells said Mm -hmm. the great American philosopher yep and that's that's what Bill Belichick has been about that's what he wants to do I think, and he even kind of hinted that he would he would be open to giving up some of that power at his uh, next job. But are we convinced that Bill Belichick could be as an effective coach as he was without that type of power? So it's kind of a tough crossroads right now for Bill Belichick. And you're also talking about a guy who's 72 years old. When he was hired by Robert Kraft in New England, he was 48. So you had an owner that over time relinquished a little bit of his own power and bestowed that upon Bill Belichick. It wasn't a, by the time he got there, that's when they started the Patriot way. And it was Bill Belichick calling shots the way that he was on the final year of his existence in new England, 72 years old. I mean, what would you say? Maybe a handful of years, three or four years tops. That in he his would... career or life? <laughs> in his career. Oh, okay. I was going to say, wow. Career. Sorry, in his career. The top rope here. To well, he's going to be dead soon. To get, so. in, to get into proper context, in his career, uh, you know, two, three, maybe four years tops. Um, I don't know. I, I just think that the NFL job, even though you're not recruiting, I mean, we've seen college coaches, you know, get into their 80s. Doesn't happen a lot. But I feel like in the NFL gig... Bill Snyder was 149 years old, so <laughs> it can be done. And we're not talking about uh, like Rick Pitino's people, like you know, the, you know, vampires that that stay live off blood. Forever. Yeah, stay young. Um, I mean, it are doesn't you, look are a you, day over 600. Are you willing just to say, you know what? Yep, uh, we got a CEO in place, we got a GM in place, but we're going to go ahead and fire them, and we're going to let you come in 
and make all those decisions. And you can sort of get some guys, hire some guys around you that could be sort of the quote, you know, think tank, if you will. And you hope that you can have the time that you have Bill Belichick there. You hope that you can have the, the ideal result. I think that's that's unreasonable. I think that's wishful thinking right now. But if Bill Belichick was to come into, say, Seattle interviewed him or say the, the commanders interviewed him and he said, hey, look, I'm willing to kind of give up the autonomy, the the power and the, the, the power structure that's worked for me and just coach, just cook the meal, is he as, a, as attractive as a head coach? Yeah, I mean, he's, a, he's a, an amazing football mind, but when he's having to formulate the plan of the pieces that he did not ultimately seek out, sign, and get on board and, and have the exact role for each one of those players, is he going to be as effective? So it's – on, on this Friday – I'm kind of in the mindset right now that we may have seen the last of Bill Belichick as a head coach. Damn. Yeah, I just take. I, I, I honestly feel it is a real tough sell at the age of 72 to give Bill Belichick that type of power, knowing that it's going to take some time to get all that facilitated, at least a couple of years. He needs a ready-made situation, much like Harbaugh got with yeah. the Chargers. And I don't, I don't ready-made know. Ready-made meaning you have some good pieces, just did some tweaks and some teaching. and. Well, I think that's why... Atlanta, Atlanta makes sense it. as far as willing to let him do that. But then the more you kind of looked into it, you know, they've had a football executive there, and all of a sudden the name is escaping me. He's been there since like 2002, and it was kind of like when um, – Oh, Rich McKay. Thank you, Rich McKay. I, I don't think Art Blank is ready to push him off to the side so Bill Belichick can have you know total power of, of all the decision-making when it comes to the organization and, and the football roster and all of that. Um, I I definitely don't think Washington or Seattle is in a position where they're willing to do that as well. I I, I feel very confident that we don't see Bill Belichick in this coaching cycle. Okay, I'm very give me a little hope for next year. I'm very curious about next year. He'll be, again, he'll be 73 next year. I just don't know if that even a keep your eye on this organization type thing in 2024, like your Cowboys. Is that something where Jerry Jones is willing to say, you know what, Bill? Hey, Bill, it's your show. No. Jerry can't Jerry can't be left out of the kitchen. There's no way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. No, you, no, you're not wrong. You guys, you guys, you're not wrong. I'm you just, guys I'm, are going to find a good coach, no, Jimmy. Not. You'll find no, a good not. coach by you're, God. You're, I, you're not wrong, and I'm not saying much because, one, a little tired I have a feeling that I could end up slipping up and saying a word I shouldn't say. So I'm just listening, and I'm agreeing. Okay. But I, I do think that there is a, I'll say this, more, a lot more so than when I woke up yesterday, than today, that I think it is a much greater reality that Bill Belichick doesn't coach again as opposed to coaching. I could tell you've had some coffee today. Yeah. Thought out and everything. Well, and I don't know if you, you picked this up yesterday. So I don't think you're wrong, though. Remember when he had the um, the second interview with Atlanta? Wasn't that the end of last week? Uh-huh. And someone spotted him at a Chick-fil-A. Wasn't it weird that there was just no news over the weekend or even earlier this week? Were more days that went by and there was not a Bill Belichick? Well, for all we know, Bill saw them. Yeah, no. I mean, that's fair. 
I'm going to coach somewhere else. I'm going to pick the right situation. We're just, we're just assuming that Atlanta said, you know what, not for us. Um, and I know there, you know, some people close to the story that that was the case that they weren't willing to give up all of that power for uh, again for a person that's seventy two. If if this is again like a Robert Kraft situation where you have even a Bill Belichick that's in his late fifties, early sixties, you're probably more willing to do so because you're like we're gonna we need this to at least be a five to ten year plan. It's not. It's no no guarantee whatsoever that Bill Belichick's going to want to coach for another five years. So what you're saying is Bill Belichick will be Matt Rule's new analyst, oh. consultant. Hey, Let's hey, talk defense. Hey, isn't there a no vacancy in uh, Iowa City? They're going on like eighty plus know. days without an OC. So Belichick's going to be <laughs> even though he's, he's not a, necessarily an offensive minded. Dude. Well, to be a defensive guy, you need to know offense yeah. and vice versa. You got to oh. know how to stop. Tell it you what though, Big Ten beat it having Phil Parker and Bill Belichick. Even though Bill, hey. Remember, Bill Belichick, he had Matt Patricia run run their offense last year. It can be done. Cross-train. How'd that go? It didn't go well. No. So, I mean, yeah. Matt maybe, Patricia, maybe, maybe he used he it to inspire City. him to lose weight. That is true. Maybe he winds up in Iowa City. He did look good. Bill Belichick, new OC. Put it on the board. Black hoodie. Fits. Kirk would be like, do you want sleeves or no sleeves? Oh, oh both. Yeah. Oh, used to the cold. There's... Iowa City's just, got nothing on Foxborough. We're just getting ready for Michigan State. Um, Any questions about Michigan State? They're a good team. Yeah, I, so if, if you ask me today, will Bill Belichick coach in the NFL again? Yes or no? I would lean, after thinking about this last night and after the Atlanta revelation, I would say I'm more inclined to say he will not as opposed to he will. And not because he doesn't want to. I think he... He's in a position that he can sort of pick his situation. I just don't know if the ideal situation for Bill Belichick to be his very best in the time that he's probably going to have left coaching exists in the NFL. And I don't know if that exists in 2025. It's very possible. Uh, I, I always did think if he ended up anywhere, it would probably be Washington because Josh Harris wants to make a splash. Now, that being said, I never liked the, oh, we want to make a splash for the hire. I always said, hire the best football coach for your team. Absolutely. I mean, I, I dealt with this at Kansas for you. Oh, we got to hire someone to win hey, the guys, press you conference. You guys got less miles. How about you hire someone to win the damn games? Oh, wait, they did, and look what yeah. starts happening. Yep. Yeah, was was Lance Leipold like the sexiest thing? Like, damn, I can't believe we got him. No, it's like you know what's interesting. All this guy has done is win, and now he's ready to go to a power five and try to win. You we'll know what you it. know what's sexy? Kicking the other team's ass. Yeah. That's what's sexy. Yeah, that less That's miles. like the Mike Ditka thing where he interviews with George Hallis and George goes, Michael, let me get your uh, what's your philosophy on football? And Ditka goes, Mr. Hallis, my philosophy is the same as yours. Kick the other team's ass, and he was hired on the spot. Yeah. It's like, oh boy, we're speaking the same language here. All right, interview is done here. I'll go lunch. I, yeah, I, I'm telling you, I just, I, I think that's a good point, Nick. I mean, I could see him not coaching, but Washington's the one job I'd keep an eye out on just because they've been awfully quiet with their stuff. I don't see Seattle. I just, yeah, I don't either. Yeah, I, I don't either. And you know, I, I'll when I said 2025, you know, you going know forward in the next open. year, you don't. One of the teams. I think you and I both are going to be watching our teams from that aspect uh, this upcoming season as well because <gasps> you just I see what you're getting at the the Belichick I mean, to the Bears, but I see as a Bears fan I don't know if I would be excited about that. I know that sounds crazy, but again I don't know if he's got that much time coaching or if he wants to put that much time in coaching. And we've seen the I Bill like Belichick to not die. Well, I don't even say die. Like, does he have the energy to still put up with? all the decision-making that he wants to be a part of. So it's just, 
a situation where if he's just coaching and you've got the normal model of okay, then you got your GM and then you got your you know football you know president of football operations guy. But he wants to shop for the groceries. Yes, he does. If there's that structure there and he's just coaching, is he comfortable with that? Is all of a sudden like he becoming Scott Frost needing an onside kick? Okay, I I don't know why I had to go there. Because you're doing radio in Omaha. (laughs) But does he he get bored with it? Is he as effective as a head coach? And then the other flip side is, okay, if if, if the Chicago Bears or any other team uh, in 2025 that was looking to, you know, start over, are you willing to let a what then would be a 73-year-old man go ahead and, and just take over all the football decision-making and operations and think that you could do that in an, an instant. You can have the success in an instant and be able to get the return on investment of something like that. I just The more I think about it, maybe I didn't do enough thinking about this before because it just sounded like he and Atlanta You're were You're doing it right now. I'm listening. That I don't feel like that situation exists right now and may not ever okay just in you saying that i did think somebody will next year because somebody will be desperate they will be like whatever you want you want full autonomy you want front office you want to buy the groceries yeah you, uh, you want my firstborn <laughs> you want my wife whatever you want done somebody will does that mean it'll be the right fit don't know depends where it is but somebody will know. be like name your price I don't know. And that somebody will not be Jerry Jones because, well, it's... No. Jerry will not say, hey, he will hire, you, you have carte blanche, no, man. He, it he, is, he, everything he, is on your terms. No. It, he'll hire Chan Gailey again. Dave Campo 2.0. They're, they're on, they're on uh, yeah, they're on Jerry's terms and not the other way around. But. I need a new football team. 951-1620. I'm taking applications. Again? You did this a couple weeks ago. Too. But I listened to people. St- I thought about the guy last week. You didn't week. get anything good? Well, no. I mean, I'm not going to change this season. You got to do this next season. You know, you got oh, okay. it's got to be thought about. So, do carefully. you have do you have one on standby for the upcoming season for the 2024? No, season? that's the point. But we had okay. the guy call in last week that is trying to recruit me over to the Texans bandwagon. Oh, that's right. And okay. so I thought about those guys, and I thought about uh, Matt DeMarinas last Saturday watching the yeah. Ravens again. I think like, I, I pictured they were all together at an establishment, <laughs> Texans watch party, case a Lone Star. Honestly, Matt DeMarinas is the only local Houston Texans fan that I know. I mean, that you know, but the guy who called, I can't remember his name, but the guy who called in last week, yeah. he gave a very passionate... He has to know He was recruiting me. I felt like I was talking to Matt Rule. He was getting me sold. I'm a huge... I uh, felt him pointing at me through the phone. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the direction the Texans are going. Like, if I'm a young NFL football fan for the taking... Yeah, they got a dude for a coach. Absolutely. D'Amico, awesome. D'Amico Rines is fantastic. C.J. Stroud is fantastic. They got guys around them, too. So, uh, that and given that division, uh, I think you might see the Houston Texans here for, for a couple more seasons. Uh, but, yes, that was kind of the big news in the NFL yesterday. It wasn't necessarily where Bill Belichick is going, but the fact that he's not employed at the moment which uh, is kind of crazy. Again, we've got college hoops to get to it. We will. We'll talk uh, big morning, morning hoops. So what we're trying to tell you is mornings with Sharp and Hoodie will be coming here this summer. (laughs) Oh, there you go. Yeah. Hey, I'll I'll just stay in the background and make noises. I I mean, that'd be be a lot of fun. Um, There is, um, I I don't know. I I don't love these 11 a.m. games tomorrow, but maybe that works out well for uh, Nebraska. Works They go to Maryland. I guess it's noon there. But yeah, that's true. No, if you're the road team, you want the early game. I think you do. You know this because yeah. you travel with with, yeah. and we both have. 
you go through your routine, you mm-hmm. get up, you eat team breakfast, and you start your routine to get ready to go to the yeah. game. When you're at home, you're at home. But when you're on the road, there's nothing else to do. Well, you either sit around the hotel all day waiting for the pregame meal, and then you go at night, or when it's the morning, it's get up and bang, 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 and you get done, and then you get wait, home the, the evening. Why, why do you got to bring that part of the, the morning routine in there? Well, I mean, <laughs> there's other <laughs> things lucky, you can do in the morning. If you're lucky. If the coffee hits right. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we will talk at Nebraska-Maryland. Uh, again, Creighton-DePaul. Uh, um, it's going to be a really They're going to cool, play a basketball And it's going to be a really cool scene tomorrow. Yeah. It's, it, Somebody's got to be the homecoming opponent. <laughs> that's true. They weren't going to schedule UConn as the pink game. Uh, no. Be a great show. People are going to have a good time tomorrow night. Weather's going to be not icy, not snowy, no. so people will be downtown in a festive mood, frequenting uh, there, the establishments. There was a huge performance last night in high school basketball that we'll get to as well. Uh, Jimmy will have an update at 7. Again, uh, Dave Tolson at 8. Marty Cordero will join us at 8.30. Mike Schaefer at 9. And Matt Verzel at 9.20. Getting things rolling. We are so happy you're with us on this gorgeous Friday in Omaha because you know what? It's dry. It's warming up. And it's melting. Well, so I guess it's not necessarily dry. It's not currently snowing or raining right now. It's melting. Yes. There That's is there's moisture on the ground from the melting, which is great. I'm holding off. Maybe Monday. Monday might be car wash day. Uh, by the way, I think I'm doing it today. All right. Yeah, my car is just too filthy. I'm minus two. I, I just, I'm like, you know what, screw it. Out. I got to do it. I know by the time I get out of the parking lot, it'll be like the bottom half will be dirty again. That's fine. If I was staying home this weekend, I might consider it. But since I have to come here tomorrow. Yeah. That's more driving. Which hey, more you're doing you're doing pregame in. tomorrow there, right? I, I think we're going to do it here. Oh, no, you're doing it here? There. Oh. Oh. Well, we're going to be at the game tomorrow. I was going to oh. say, hey, come and join us for a beer. On the air? Wouldn't be the first well, time. Well, no. After you, well, you, nah, I'm not saying during the pregame. I mean, not at the zone, but I'm just saying. in in During the game, because once mm-hmm. the the John Bishop pregame starts, which would be at 530. I wouldn't be needed. You're, you're off. You're off. And then you uh, can enjoy yeah. So if you, find your, if you find yourself at the CHI Health Center, come on, yeah. let's, let's have a, a let it fly logger. Here, take this mushroom. What? <laughs> it's mornings with Sharp and Handley and Jimmy here on 1620 The Zone. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks... Then, there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.